I'm John DiLiberto, and you're hearing the Echoes Podcast. Today, I've got one of the most brilliant but least known electronic artists out there, Saul Stokes. He's been recording since 1997, creating complex but kinetic electronic soundscapes. And when he recorded his last album, Expansion, and played that music live, there were no computers in sight. We'll hear about his journey today. Before we hear from Saul Stokes, I want you to spread the word about the Echoes Podcast. We're covering some of the most advanced and innovative musicians on the planet. Brian Eno, Robert Rich, Steve Roach, Moby, and so many more have all been in the Echoes podcast. So if you're on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, and you see a posting for the Echoes podcast, or Echoes for that matter, share it. And while you're at it, follow us. On Instagram and Twitter, we are Echoes Radio, and on Facebook, we are Echoes Fans. And now, let's hear one of those great interviews. Here's Saul Stokes. A lot of electronic music has a similar sound. Musicians are often using the same instruments, plugins, sound libraries, and computer programs to generate their music. Saul Stokes isn't one of them. He began the 90s by making his own instruments. He does less of that these days, but he has jettisoned computers from his composing and performing process. And that's why there's nothing like Saul Stokes out there. first thing a gearhead will notice in Saul Stokes' seemingly kludged together electronic setup is there are no computers. The idea of uh, music out of the computer, I mean, I've done a lot of albums that were multi-track based, but what happened is every time I finished an album, the idea of starting a new one got heavier and heavier for me because I started thinking about, well, how am I going to organize this album? How many tracks? What are the tracks? What are the software that's going to go into it? And it becomes overwhelming. Frustrated, Stokes went back to one of his early instruments, the Akai MPC, a late 1980s digital sampling drum machine and sequencer. I had my old MPC 1000 that I've had since the 90s, and I pulled it out of storage. I pulled it out. I had new parts put into it and brought it back to the surface and, and really looked at the MPC and thought, I could run my entire studio way more beautifully than a computer with this old hardware. It has everything. It does everything. And it, as you might have noticed in the song, it's also very, it has a rhythmic quality to it. It captures your rhythmic quality different than a computer. Music was very frustrating with me on the computer. So I kind of rethought, you know what, I'm going to remove it from the studio and I'm going to take a look at my studio as just a methodology for fun and invigorating time that I can have in the studio with my equipment. Saul Stokes has been around for a while. Standing amidst his electronic melange in the Echo studio, he's bald and sports a tightly trimmed Van Dyke beard. He's got a bit of the mad scientist look about him as he talks about his instruments like the Widowmaker 505. The Widowmaker is two oscillators, and it's a combo uh, oscillator that my brother designed that's a, a mix of a TB303, which is a Roland box used for a lot of acid house music combined with a Buchla circuit. 
So it's kind of a combo, and there's two of them, and essentially they're both FMing, frequency modulating each other, and the two of them together are just nuts. Saul Stokes could have us geeking out on gear all day long, but his new electronic working methods have also brought a change to his music. A lot of his early material followed the 3Ds of avant-garde electronic music, dark, dissonant, and droning. My early work was just very abstract. It was just homemade instruments and crazy effects. But over time, I kind of, I'd just be honest, I got, I got tired of it personally doing that kind of music. But his new material on the album's local crowd and expansion go back to his earliest influences when he was around 13 in 1984. Revenge of the Nerds, the uh, big performance at the end of Revenge of the Nerds where they had the violin. Oh, yes, and... when they're doing their Devo bit, <laughs> yeah. right. There's something that sinks to that, and I actually, and I, there might be something deep down because that movie at the time, that stage performance really was intriguing to me as a kid. Like, I have a lot of actual music inspiration that actually goes back to that stage piece. It's kind of strange. brought him to a lot of other electronic sounds from space music to new wave to industrial. I've always listened to electronic music. If I had to go back to the very beginning, uh, it would be Oxygen, Jean-Michel Jarre. Some Grace Jones, there's some Grace Jones early uh, nightclubbing album had this kind of electronic feel to me that sparked me. That was uh, some stuff my father had at the time. And then my brother was very much into very early 1980s electronic stuff, Fad Gadget, early Depeche Mode, Telex, YMO. And so I was always listening to that. And then I started getting into uh, you know, my all-time champion of electronic music would be Tom Ellard of Severed Heads. Uh, Come Visit the Big Bigot was my 
album, when that came out, it was just like, wow, so electronic, but so listenable at the same time. So I think my music probably follows the arc of some of the Severed Head stuff, where it's listenable, but kind of clashy at the same time. Saul Stokes has taken those influences and fused them into his own electronic music. often thought of in the same circles as space musicians like Tangerine Dream and Klaus Schulze, but he doesn't hear himself that way. No, I don't. Um, I have space elements, and the foundations of it came from um, the early days of just experimenting with drones, but over time, it's kind of morphed into, I don't want to say it's a Depeche mode thing, but I have those rhythm rhythms that come from some of the early sounds of, like we said, Fad Gadget or Peshmo, YMO, all that stuff. Saul Stokes has released some 19 albums since 1997 on five different labels plus self-releases. When I ask him a question, I ask every musician, give me your name, date and place of birth, and what you do. His first response isn't, I'm a musician. Saul Stokes, born in Seattle, Washington, 1971, and I'm actually a national design director for a company called MC Squared, which is a a live marketing group out of New York. But relative to why we're here today, what do you do? Well, uh, <laughs> do you not consider yourself a musician? Is that like that's a really good question? Um, am I a musician? I have music going back to 1994, and all through having kids and everything, I've continued to make music. So I guess I am a musician. Am I a money-making musician? Absolutely not. But um, I did once tell someone who was thinking about having kids. I said, well, "You'll really know whether you're an artist or not if you continue to do your art after you have kids." So. <laughs> It's a real challenge to maintain the creative output when you have kids in the house. So um, I would say the answer to that is yes, I'm definitely a musician. I think I'm actually probably a musician more than in my design work. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always thinking about music. Um, uh, when I have coffee in the morning, I'm, I'm composing opera in my head. It just comes out in this weird way. <laughs> <laughs> Saul Stokes has two teenage children and they're following in his electronic listening footsteps, albeit with 21st century ears. My kids are into a lot of younger electronic music. So I listen to some pop music. I listen to like Robin and some like very trendy electronics. But Saul Stokes is his own trend. His latest album is Expansion. (laughs) 
You can get a hold of Expansion by Saul Stokes by going to our website at echoes.org. There will be a link there in the posting for this podcast. Also, you can hear Saul Stokes' live Echoes performance that is streaming on the Echoes website right now. Next week on the Echoes podcast, it's a different side of electronic music when we talk with Primer, the recording persona of electropop artist Elisa Midcalf. I'm John DiLibretto. Thanks for tuning in to the Echoes podcast. See you next week, tonight, somewhere in the country, or online right now on Echoes. Echoes.